Welcome to Living on the Exhale, a podcast designed to help us find inspiration, laughter, and growth in the messy middle of our lives. Each week, we explore ideas, inspiration, stories, and experiences that help us to grow, connect, and learn. So, if you're in need of a weekly dose of inspiration, laughter, and a reminder that you're not alone in this crazy journey called life, then this podcast is for you. And at the end of every podcast, there's a meditation to help calm your soul. I'm Stacey Berkovitz, your host, and together we find peace and embrace life one breath at a time. Hey, all you goddesses out there. Listen, have you ever had one of those cool girlfriends that just made you feel cool being around them? Yeah, that's what Tina does. She is this incredible boudoir photographer who really takes the best that every woman has inside of them and makes them feel connected to themselves and their own inner goddess. Hey, if you're a guy listening to this, it doesn't mean you can't hear this episode. Hey, sign them up somewhere to get a boudoir photo shoot. And even better if you're in Vancouver where Tina is located. So listen, this is part of the love series. And this love series is about not just loving others, but about loving yourself. Last week, we dove into self-love and Tina takes that one step further into really finding your inner goddess. You'll love her. You'll love all she has to say. And warning, in case there are little ears around, we do say the word butthole. Here we go. Introducing the fabulous Tina. Welcome, exhalers, and welcome, Tina. And Tina schooled me very kindly on how to say her last name. So it's Aquila Pasteraro. Pasteraro? Did I do it? Close enough. That's really good. Tina Aquila Pasteraro is the easy Posterero. way. So yeah, you did great. Thanks, Daisy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm making it all gringo and not like authentically Italian. Pasteraro or something like that. Did but that sound... It's Tina Aquila Posteraro would be the Italian. Name. I mean, I wouldn't do that to you, you know, so Posteraro <laughs> is just fine. And I love that it's like pasta. I guess that's a great way oh. to think about it. Like Italian pasta. Yeah. Now oh. I just, I even think I really love you, but now I think like even more of you that your last name sounds like pasta. So I'm so excited to talk to you today. I know we connected several months ago and from the minute I met you, I was like, this chick, and I met her virtually, but this chick is amazing. And so I feel like, and also I feel like this is going to be a pronunciation lesson. Is it pronounced boudoir, boudoir? (laughs) Like, give me the, like, school me on that as well. Okay. First of all, I just want to tell you that I absolutely loved you the moment I met you as well. Um, Okay. So if you want the, um, uh, you know, the French way, which, and it is a French word, it's boudoir. So it's kind of la, you know, let it go. But I say it in the very, you know, um, Canadian or American way, I should say, um, boudoir, boudoir. That's how I say it. I'm sure like there's plenty of people cringing at the way I say it. (laughs) 
So we can go boudoir, or if we go to Vancouver and visit you and go get pictures taken, we can say boudoir, and you will still embrace us and love us. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love you no matter what you say. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so first of all, for those who don't know what boudoir slash boudoir um, pictures are or a session is, can you give us um, like a high level overview of what that is? Absolutely. Okay, so I consider a boudoir photo shoot here, at least in my studio a luxurious celebration of your femininity. So mm. you come in and we take beautiful, very feminine and sexy photos of you quite often in lingerie. Um, but sometimes it's not in lingerie at all. Some women feel more comfortable wearing, you know, like a jacket and biker boots or like an off the shoulder sweater, you know, and booty shorts or something like that. But most often boudoir is traditionally done either in lingerie or nude um, in a bedroom type of setting. Um, that's the high level. And the beautiful thing about boudoir photography is that um, it gives you a peek into what you, you know, your beauty through the eyes of perhaps your lover or your husband or wife, or those around you who adore you, you know? Um, and it's a beautiful way to see yourself through the eyes of your loved ones, but also through the eyes of an artist. Um, and it's really empowering and really powerful. It can be really transformative for a lot of people. Because as you know, we as women tend to look in the mirror and pick ourselves apart. So this is a beautiful way to just zoom out and look at the entire picture and appreciate your beauty. When I have looked at your Instagram of all the beautiful women and, and the way you work with them, and I feel like you have a really special and unique way of doing it. I have had boudoir slash boudoir photos um, done three times in my life. And the first time I was like, it was, I think it was pre-filters because I look back at those now and it, not even filters on the body, just like the face. Right. And I was like, eh, I don't love those pictures. I think I did like one in a dress and one in lingerie. And it, I almost felt it was like the beginning of when things get started. So this is probably back in like 2011, 2012. Mm -hmm. And then, um, a few years later I did it again and I was so critical of my body. Like I could see the plumpiness in the stomach and, you know, I thought I was in decent shape then. Um, of course I look at them now. I'm like, damn, like, right. why didn't you appreciate that? And then yeah. I got them done in 2020. And I thought the approach of the person who did it at that time. So three different photographers was, um, was great. And all, you know, also all the photographers were good. Um, but the last two, I think were maybe a little better because it's become more of a thing. The difference that I noticed with you is you're not, people aren't just coming to you to take some pretty pictures in lingerie and look, I am sexy. Like it is an experience. Like what you do with women, honestly, and y'all, if you're listening and you want to jump on her, Tina shoots boudoir or boudoir photos um, on Instagram, you can see what I'm talking about because they're just, they're next level phenomenal. So the results are phenomenal, but the experience that you provide is phenomenal. So tell us a little bit about what you create for women. And I think this is vital for someone who wants to do this. Thank you, first of all, so much for saying all those beautiful things. And um, it feels really good to hear that from you because that's exactly what I aim to do. Like I aim to give 
each woman who comes in the studio an experience that is not only like a beautiful day of self-care, but it's also really transformative, right? I aim to provide the space where women can come in and be authentically themselves at that moment. There's no judgment. There's no preconceived anything of who they are or aren't. Um, And a lot of women will come in and they just like talk, right? And we just listen and we hear their story. And that that bit I feel is so important, especially before a thing like a boudoir shoot, because most women come in and they are really nervous, right? So they come in and they're nervous and they're kind of like, you know, pretty wound up, right? And then they sit up down in the hair and makeup chair and, um, and then they're just in the space and in the energy. And here I am and here's my hair and makeup artist and my assistant and we're just listening to her. And I think through that nervousness, they just start talking and kind of letting it all out. And then it's like, blah. Okay, there it is. It's all on the table. Now I can just be me is kind of what I sense happens, right? So, um, but the, the way that I actually started, you know, in boudoir photography is, and I was shooting mostly families prior to this, um, was not non-boudoir families. I just want to clarify, right. she wasn't, she wasn't shooting families in lingerie. Okay. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Like your traditional family photos, mom, you know, and kids. <laughs> And yeah, thank you. That that's a very important thing. But um, what ha- what I noticed is because I always, you know, my thing is I love connection and sisterhood and just like you know, woman to woman. Like I love that bond that we have. Um, and but what I was finding is that you know, with the family photos, is that mom was coming in and she was never relaxed or having a good time, you know, cause she was now like, you're trying to get the kids ready, trying to get herself ready, coordinate outfits. Has this one eaten? Has that one not eaten? Don't fight with your brother. Like, you know, just all this stuff. Right. So it was never about her. It was just about her being in this photo with the family, but she was never enjoying the time. Yeah. So when I did my first boudoir photo shoot and I actually got like a one-on-one with the woman, it was so different, you know? And I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to spoil her, you know, give her this experience outside of whatever, you know, she might have going on in life, whether, you know, she's a mom or she's an entrepreneur or, you know, wife or not, or single or like whatever. Right. But we, as women just carry so much responsibility, whether it be our own or other people's or, you know, society's, you know, view of us and just all the stuff. So what I aim to do is have women walk through the door, set that down and just be, you know, so we'll do her hair and makeup. We play her favorite music on the speakers. I have her pick her essential oil, like the scent for the day, which we diffuse through the studio. And we just provide the space where she can just be herself, you know? So it is, it's a really beautiful day of self-care. And women leave not only feeling like super confident because they love their photos and how they look and they've never seen themselves this way before, but also I feel like they feel just like refreshed and re-energized with this like re this connection to their, you know, inner feminine magic that then they can carry on into the rest of their lives. Um, so that's what I like to do for, for women. It's so powerful. And I love that it's like this whole day experience. We think about self-care 
And you, you nailed it when you said women getting family portraits with their children is not self-care, it's self-torture. No. But you're like, at least we have pictures of our children. This is literally the opposite. I remember seeing one of your posts one time, which I was like, Tina, brilliant, is in the dressing room, you have these notes from women who have gone before encouraging the women who are having that experience that day. Wow so powerful. So it's almost like a sisterhood of people who have come through your studio and are having this experience together. Yeah. So, you know, the notes, so the little love notes. Um, so what those are is, you know, cause every woman will walk in, you know, I'm going to say 99.9% of women walk in very nervous and then they, you know, hair and makeup, they start to relax. And then, you know, we start going through wardrobe and then it's like, Ooh, you know, excitement. And then they get into the fitting room and it's like, Oh my gosh, they're nervous again. So I have <laughs> this board, which has little love notes. And so the person who finishes their shoot, they go through all that nervousness. Now they, you know, they go through the photo shoot, which is awesome. Then they look at their photos. They feel amazing. At that point, they will write a note to the next client, whether that be the next day or the next week. Right. And then I pin that on the board just as that little bit of insight, because that woman who's just come in has now walked that whole thing that the next woman is about to walk through. Um, and, and the way that this was born was because I started noticing that, you know, my client, it, it's so cool. It's almost like everybody wants to work here. <laughs> you know, like it's the cool thing. Like, this is like the best job. You know, if you ever need some help around here, like I've had a lot of, not everybody, but I have a lot of people who've said that, you know, and it's like, I feel like the reason, yes, they've had this beautiful experience, but I think we as women is we love to just give and share. So it was like this thing of them wanting to share now this thing that they just went through and they want to share it with the people around them. And, and I, you know, I get it because I love it. This is what I do, why I do what I do. So that's where this, um, this was born to leaving a love note, because of course, you know, they can't come in and <laughs> sit in for my photo, my next photo shoot, but you know, they can leave some words of encouragement and I call them our little love notes. So they'll leave a love note for the next person. And yeah, it's really wow. special. So special. That's so neat. Okay. So let's talk the practical stuff. Somebody, how does somebody prepare for a boudoir photo shoot because this isn't like I'm wearing a sweater and jeans. I mean, this is like I'm either naked or in lingerie or in a very sexy outfit. So what can somebody do pre-session to prepare? Okay. This is a great question. So I am, um, and I, I don't mean to say that like, oh, this is a great question as opposed to last one. <laughs> All your questions have been the great. last one was okay, but this one's great. Yeah. <laughs> All your questions are so great. Um, so I do have a, like, I do provide a prep guide when women book, so they can kind of go through the prep guide and, you know, tick all the little things off their list, but you know, some women just want to show up. Right. And it's just like, they just want to show up. I have a full client closet. So they literally can come in with your hair clean and dry. We'll do your hair. We'll do your makeup. I'll dress you. I'll show you how to pose. Then we'll look at your photos and off you go. Um, but if one does want to prepare to the very last detail, there is several things. So um, I think a lot of us women, you know, we like to do things for our skin, whether they be, you know, laser treatments or use certain products on our skin to exfoliate, especially if you're of a certain age like I am, right? So, um, so one of the things is 
if you're using, you know, retinol or like exfoliants or anything like that is don't do, don't use any of those for one week before your shoot. Don't have a laser treatment, you know, like don't do anything that's harsh with your skin. Just be really kind to your skin for a week before your photo shoot. And the reason is, is because you're going to have your, you know, your makeup done and, you know, you don't want like skin fluffing off. Having said that, if you did just go see your dermatologist the day before, like, okay, we will figure it out. You know, like there's always ways to Photoshop, you know, skin fluffing up. Um, But that would be one thing. Um, The other thing is something like body hair. Now, body hair, some women, you know, they're like, whatever, I have body hair. And other women are like, they don't want to have any body hair. And so if you're the person who wants to not have any body hair showing in your photos, well, we're going to get pretty, you know, up close and personal. So (laughs) um, I suggest that if you are going to remove your body hair, that if you're waxing um, or anything like that, that you do that at least three or four days before your session. Um, And, you know, even just places where you might not think of, like I, you know, I've, I've, what happens is after the photo shoot is we'll look at all of the photos and they're unedited, right? And then from there, when the client decides which photos they want to purchase, then we'll go through them, go through them all and um, make the retouching specifications. And, you know, before I had this prep guide, you know, I'd have some clients be like, oh, I didn't have hair on my bum, you know? And it's like the funniest thing. It's like, you know, and if you're like me and you're Italian, <laughs> you know, or I mean, there you are- You got the hair on the bum. I yes, there's nothing the wrong with that. Oh, that hairy bum, yes. Yeah. That's right. So it's funny. And then I, uh, I had a client, oh my gosh, it was so funny. Like a month ago, she's like, I shaved my butthole for you. So <laughs> I don't know how like explicit we can get on this podcast. And so, um, feel free to bleep me out. I just, wa- I just want to know if Hallmark makes those cards. Like I shaved my butthole for you. Oh, my Happy God. Valentine's day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's a good one. I like it. Um. So yeah, like, and then like fingers and toes, right? So fingers and toes, you're going to have your fingers and toes showing in photos. So if you're the type of person who likes to have your nails polished and your nails done, um, then don't come in with like chip nail polish, right? Um, Because they will be showing. And so have either a fresh manicure, pedicure, or, you know, forego that whole process, but either do or don't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and you want to hydrate. You don't want to be hungover. So don't drink the night before. Like if you're you're someone who likes to enjoy alcohol, like celebrate after the photo shoot rather than before. Um, hair clean and dry. And, you know, but essentially, again, like you can you could really just show up if you wanted to with no prep and we will take care of you from beginning to end. But those are kind of like the main things. When you say no prep, that means no butthole shake, shake, shaving. <laughs> right? You guys do not offer that service. I hope we I hope don't. Not. No, not at this time. <laughs> not at this time. That's an upgrade. <laughs> so amazing. So you gave some wonderful tips. You've kind of taken us through your philosophy of creating this amazing experience. Can you share a couple of stories? Um, experiences that people have had with you, things that have either touched you, made you laugh, uh, warmed your heart, inspired you? Oh, that's such a sweet question. Um, Yeah, I, you know, I do. There are a few that kind of stand out. But I do have to say that each woman who walks in the door, like she in herself is so special, you know, and because I'll have clients who come in and they're nervous and they're like kind of really big and nervous. Do you know what I mean? As far as just 
And that's me, right? When I get nervous, I'm like talking a lot and I'm like loud and you know, the whole thing. And then I have ones that are kind of like they tiptoe in and they're really kind of sweet. And then I show them the back of the camera and they're like, oh my gosh, is that me? And I'm like, yes, too, girl. you know, and I'm like, oh, rah, rah, rah. Um, so, but each person is so incredibly special. And I feel like once they're in here, like we're bonded for life, you know? Um, but there are a couple clients. So I'll tell you about my very first boudoir client. And then I'll tell you about my oldest boudoir client. So, okay. My very first boudoir client, <clears throat> I was doing family photos at the time. And then, you know, <clears throat> the, the head of the family, I guess, like she had arranged a whole family reunion photo shoot. And she was like, will you come to my office and take some photos for the office? We'd headshots and whatnot. So I was like, yeah, sure. I'll come. <clears throat> Did that photo shoot. And one of the women that worked in the office said to me, and she was really confident, right? Like really bold, confident personality. And she's like, hey, would you do some nude photos for me? I want to give them to my boyfriend for Valentine's Day. And I was like, oh yeah, sure. Like boudoir photos, sure. Why not? You know, like, and, and I had no idea that that would really um, change the whole game for me, right? Because it was that photo shoot that changed everything for me. And so anyways, yeah, we made a date to come in in like two weeks and I've completely like rehauled the entire process. I didn't really know what I was doing that very first time. I just thought, yeah, show up, we'll do it. So she comes in and um, she was literally one of these clients who tiptoed through the door and she was so nervous and so quiet. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was not expecting that because literally two weeks before she was one of the most bold and confident women that I'd probably ever met, you know? Um, and she had what I think we as, you know, society would consider to have the perfect body, right? Like she worked out, she had like amazing abs and the whole thing, just beautiful figure. And, um, and she was so nervous, you know, she was so nervous. She came in. So that kind of took me by surprise and then she listed all the things that were wrong with her. Okay. So just so you know, cellulite, this, that, like, you know, all the things. And again, I was like, oh my gosh, like this woman who is perfect, you know, has all these things that she's worried about and that she feels are making her anything less than the beauty that she actually is. And it made me real. And then I remember thinking like, am I, do I do that? Like, do I do that? you know, because, and I do do that. Right. And then the more I've had these conversations, the more I realize that we all do that. Like Stacey, do you do yeah. that? Do you pick yourself up? Oh apart? my gosh. Yes. Of course. Of course. And yeah. You're freaking gorgeous. You know, like you're gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And it's just, we do this, right? Like we women do this to ourselves. So that alone was like, oh my gosh, it was kind of like a light bulb moment. Mm. Anyway, so we started shooting and, you know, she became, you know, kind of loosened up a little and I was, you know, now I fully show you, like, I mean, I'll guide you through every single post. There's, there, you don't have to think at all. Right. But then I was, you know, just kind of like touch and go. So I was like, kind of like try this and try that. And so we did. And then we started like nailing some, you know, amazing shots. And so I showed her the back of the camera and she was like, she was shocked that that was her in the pictures. She was like, is that me? Like she was shocked. And I'm in my mind, I'm like, how can you be shocked? Of course, this is you. Of course, I didn't say any of this. Like, it's just all my inner, inner dialogue. Right. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's you. And she's like, oh, 
And from that moment, then like her confidence went through the roof. And she was again, that woman who I had met two weeks ago, really confident in herself. And then, you know, we went through the whole thing. She killed it. Like it, we had so much fun. Um, and again, now I do things differently, but back then, you know, she, she left and then I edited her photos for her. And then I met up with her a couple of weeks later and delivered to her, her prints by hand. So she opened up the box and she was nervous to open up the box, right? Like, oh my gosh, what do these look like? And then, um, she cried, she cried like this leaf of like, okay, good. They look good. I, you know, it was this whole Mm. thing. And it was that moment that I was like, I don't want to do anything else. Like, this is what I want to do. I want to be able to provide this experience for everyone. And so from there, I started to refine the process and started to really um, specialize in boudoir. And uh, and that was in, you know, early 2019. Yeah, it would have been January of 2019. And here we are in almost 2024. So it's been several years now. And I feel like I've, you know, nailed the process, but of course, always improving and evolving. Um, okay. So that was my first boudoir client. And then my oldest boudoir client. So I had this woman call me and she's like, well, you know, I have a new boyfriend and you know, I'm 77 years old and I'm sure you think, oh, she's just old, but let me tell (laughs) you, let me tell you. She's like, I'm doing okay. You know, I go to aqua aerobics and you know, all this stuff. And I was like, oh my God, I would, love to have you in the studio please come in you know like I would love to um and she wanted to come in before her actual photo shoot just to kind of check the place out and you know know that I was on the up and up and not just like some weird person taking photos of naked ladies right so (laughs) she comes in and she was so sweet and she was you know she was like the sweetest 77 year old woman right and she comes in and she's you could tell she's like really excited she's all smiling and I actually had a client in hair and makeup and I said to her, would it be okay if someone comes by? She's like, oh yeah, for sure. And oh my gosh, as soon as like the, as this, this client, the 77, our 77 year old babe left, like the three of us, the client who was there, my hair and makeup artist and myself were like, oh my gosh, we love her. Like, I can't wait to have her in the studio. Um, anyways, so she came in and little Baxter and her, she was widowed and now she had this new guy and it's just like awakened this like, you know, energy, feminine, sexual, sensual energy in her. And she wanted to do sexy photos for him. And so she came in for her photo shoot and oh my gosh, her lingerie was like so amazing because it was like, you know, 40, 50 years old. And she had this beautiful, oh, wow. Um, it was like this beautiful long purple robe. And I'm just like, oh, the name is eluding me. Like there's an actual specific name for these like old, like it was see-through and just be- tied in the center. And I mean, it was just gorgeous. And then she had like this pink cutout with like little fluff balls where the nipples were. <laughs> and it's just, it was so cute. And she had so much fun. Like she was glowing and smiling the entire photo shoot. It was such a beautiful experience for me to be able to watch this woman go through this and um, to see and realize that you can be sensual and sexual and have that fire inside you well into your 60s, 70s, 80s. Like 60 is young nowadays, right? Like 70 is not old and- I hope she'll come back in her eighties for another shoot. Right. Um, and we've kept in touch 
Um, but that was a really beautiful thing for me to see that, you know, the person inside us, yes, we take on more responsibility and sometimes we feel a little bit suffocated and sometimes we're not ourselves, but when given the space to just be mm. yourself, you're still that person, you know? Um, so yeah, those are my, I would say my two most memorable. Oh, those are so amazing. And I'm so glad you spoke to age. We have this show here called the golden bachelor, which is like the bachelor and bachelorette, but it's like, I don't yes, know if you've yes. seen it, right? He's in I have it, but I've heard of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it is it, seeing these women on this show. It's like a reminder, like life doesn't end at 50 or four, whatever. It's like, yeah. you can be beautiful and sexy and embrace life at any age. So I'm glad you mentioned that. What a beautiful, beautiful story. You know, I think about if, if somebody showed up and I, I'm thinking about all the kind of the scenarios that you've given, like for a boyfriend or for a significant other, have you ever had a woman maybe like coming out of a breakup that wanted to do something for herself or maybe somebody who's going through cancer or just finished going through cancer or any of those things that they're just kind of reconnecting with themselves and their bodies? Have, have you had experiences with that? I would say the vast majority of my clients come in because they want to reconnect with their own selves. Like they're doing it for them. Um, and you know, sometimes there is that thing where, well, I, they have a reason because Christmas is coming up or it's like, and it has special anniversary. So they'll do this for their partner. But if they don't want it for themselves, they would never do it for their partner. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, they want this mm -hmm. for themselves and they have the reason to give it to the partner, right? Or photos for the partner. But I would say the vast majority of women do come in because they want to reconnect to themselves. So I have a woman coming in in a couple of weeks and we're like, yeah, we're having a divorce party in the studio, you know, where she's just like, finally sealed the deal on the divorce. And she's just like, that's it. Like gone. I'm celebrating me. We get that a lot. Um, I've had women who have had come in that have been through breast cancer reconstruction. I've had like quite a few women, right. Who are just like, okay, well, this is my new body. And, you know, I want to celebrate what it's been through. And those are really powerful sessions and really emotional, you know? Um, um, yeah, I've had, I had a woman who came in and she had like col um, colon cancer and, um, you know, so she had her like entire colon removed and had, um, again, I don't know why my brain's not hundred percent working, but one of those, is it a coloscopy bag that, you know, was kind of like taped to her. Um, and she was like, I just don't feel like myself, you know, and I just, I want to feel sexy again. Cause I don't feel sexy with this, you know, and we did a beautiful session for her and we used like the silk robes and all of that. And her photos were just like amazing. And she, was another amazing woman who cried, you know, when she saw her photos, cause she saw that beauty in herself, despite that she's got this, you know, now it's different than what it was before, you know, her cancer. So we do see a lot of that, you know, and I feel so honored that I get to um, be this little step in, you know, this journey of the woman's journey back to herself and like back to feeling whole. Um, and a lot of women will come to me and I am like um, a part, you know, a step in the journey that they're already on towards self-love or coming here and seeing themselves and being like, oh my gosh, like I am beautiful. What am I telling myself in my head, right? And, or, you know, so it starts the journey 
to healing and self-love. And I've had clients who've later, you know, texted me or messaged me or emailed me and said like, Hey, you know, like after our shoot, I, you know, went to started seeing a therapist because I realized, realized I have body dysmorphia issues or I have major intimacy issues. Like I can't even look at myself in the mirror. I can't believe like that was me in the photos, you know, that kind of stuff. So, wow. Um, it, it's so much more than pretty. Yeah. I, I mean, the pictures is, is the beautiful bow, right? Like it's the whole thing is a present and then you wrap it up in a bow and that, so the photos are the bow on top really. But I feel like, you know, it, the experience, yes. But then I feel like the experience ends up speaking too much to me. It's really about them. You know, it's what they go through. It's them being vulnerable. It's them, you know, deciding like, I'm just going to do this scary thing because I there's something in them that knows it's they're worth it, right? Like they're worth not picking themselves apart. They're worth seeing themselves as they truly are. Or they have someone like a partner, a loved one who's telling them like, you're beautiful and they can't see that. And they're like, well, what, is, what do they see, you know? Um, so, uh, yeah, the, the, the thing that I feel is the most, you know, the biggest reason to actually do the boudoir shoot with someone that, you know, that you resonate with, right. With the right photographer, um, is the thing that is where the transformation is, you know, and the photos just kind of are the thing that you can look at later and be like, oh yeah, that's proof that. I'm in my head right now, but here are my photos to show me exactly how beautiful I am. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a reminder of of connecting with that person, the same person who's in the photos within them. That's right. I, I'm thinking also, as you shared those very powerful, I found myself getting a little teary-eyed when you were sharing um, these experiences these people have had. And I think a little bit about, you know, I was religious for a few years, like from my twenties to my early thirties, um, religious, like in a very conservative religion. And I think I got disconnected from my body at that time. So I think a lot of times women who come from more of a conservative, either family or conservative, as far as religion or whatever it is, there is this weird disconnect and we're not in a judgmental way, but there is this just interesting, I guess disconnect sometimes between their bodies and themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and so I imagine in the right situation, like the one that you create for your clients, there must be something very freeing to know that that feminine side, it doesn't have to be quote dirty, um, but that it can be beautiful. And I love that you also give these opportunities. It's not, you don't have to be naked. You don't have to be in lingerie. You can be in something that makes you feel sexy and empowered. That's just so beautiful. You know, um, and I think, you know, and it's shame, right? Like we are made to feel that we should carry shame around our bodies. Like boobs are not okay. You know, like, and it's like, well, but I have boobs, <laughs> you know, you know, um, because it's like we women have been given the this responsibility to act in a certain way in order to not offend, not tempt, not bring attention to, you know, for the sake of men. And 
I don't want to turn this into like a man blaming or shaming at all because I love men <laughs> and I have a husband You're that I love one, yeah. and a son that I love and my dad and my brother and I have like amazing men but it's you know it's it's that it's rooted in you know the patriarchy and it's really sad that we as women have been made to feel like if we are in any way showing any part of our bodies or revealing or too friendly even, or, you know, any of that, that then it's our fault. You know, it's our fault that this, you know, man was tempted or touched me or, you know, all that stuff. And um, I feel there's a movement. I feel things are changing. I think they've been changing. Um, where we women have this opportunity to use our voice and say, actually, no, this is fine. Like my body is my body, you know, and we shouldn't have to cover up if we don't want to. We shouldn't have to um, protect the egos of other people. You know, what we have, you know, autonomy over ourselves and we should be able to do whatever the F we want with our bodies, you know? Yeah, um, even I shave get- our buttholes. Right. <laughs> right. Or not. Right. Like, yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So there is a lot. And I feel that we carry a lot of this. And I do also feel that this next generation of women are stronger, more confident, more sure of themselves. They are, they understand that they have more power and that they are equal and, you know, all this stuff. So I'm really excited to see what they bring, you know, like I have a 10 year old, almost 10 year old daughter now and, um, and a son who's seven. And I feel, I'm just, I'm excited to see what unfolds for them, you know, and my daughter's right now in this stage where she likes to wear crop tops, right. And it's just like the little style, you know, and then I see like, you know, um, a, a fat, like a relative or something be like, oh, you know, her whole back is out or whatever, you know, and it's like, this isn't a sexual thing, you know, like this is just her little style. She's like, she wants, she's Swifty, like she wants to look like Taylor Swift and you know, and like all that kind of stuff. Right? <laughs> like it's just pop culture. Um, and I don't think that she should be concerned about that for the sake of other people. Do you know what I mean? If that makes her feel yeah. good, then I think that's fine. As long as she's safe and healthy and, you know, you, you raise so many good points, like the whole shame and conforming and being silent. And you're right. There is a change. And it's neat also that at the end of the day, when somebody comes to you to do a photo shoot, it can just be for them. It doesn't even have to be for anybody else. It can be their own experience. And you you gave great examples like the post-divorce or the cancer or the just, you know, feeling lovely in their skin or being 77. I know she was doing those for her boyfriend, but all those really are for themselves. And it's just, it's so beautiful that they come to you and they create this experience and this environment and give people um, a door an open door that they decide where it's going to lead them. And that's, that's so beautiful. So I wish you were local. I'm in Texas. I know you're in Canada and Vancouver. Maybe people want to fly out. I would say it's worth it to go see Tina for sure. So if people want to get a hold of you, what's the best way that they can do that? 
Okay, great. So just so you know, I do actually offer like destination photo shoots where women oh. can, I do have women who come in, like fly in to see me. So I put them up at, you know, park by JW Marriott downtown. It's like a beautiful resort. I send a car to pick them up the morning of their photo shoot. They come in, wow. we do their makeup. I have all the lingerie. And so we can totally make that happen for you, Stacey, and for anybody else who wants it. <laughs> right on. Um, so, but you can find me on all my socials, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And um, I was going to say Twitter, <laughs> X at <laughs> Tina shoots, Tina shoots boudoir. So it's at Tina shoots boudoir. Um, and then my website is www.tinashootsboudoir.com. I'm super active on Instagram. Like if you want to see all the latest and greatest, that's where you'll find me mostly is on Instagram at Tina shoots boudoir. And I'll put that all in the show notes as well. So the last thing I want to ask, um, I like to ask my guests is, and you, you've been so inspiring today. You shared some really inspiring stories. So apart from the bourgeois scene or including it, if you would like to, what's been the most or something very inspiring that has happened in your life recently, or that you've witnessed in your life recently? Oh man, that's a good question. Is that a great question or a good question? How would you rate that question? That's a, that's a 12 out of 10 for my 10 and 10, 10 out of 10 thought process right now. I am so inspired by, and it's going to be boudoir related by the women who come in and have all this stuff going on, right? Like, or they've been through all this stuff you know, crap really, right. Whether it's been, you know, bad relationships or, you know, financial hardships or, you know, whatever it may be. And yet they still say, I'm still going to do this for me. You know, like, like, you know, that they've been beaten up recently by life or by whatever. And they still remember that they are worth reconnecting with. I'm so inspired by those women, the women who have like the cancer stories or the ones who have been through like major, you know, abusive relationships and just all of that. And yet they still come back to themselves and they're not like, okay, I'm just giving up on me. You know, they just, they keep coming back to themselves and realize whether in a little way or in a big way that they are worth paying attention to and reconnecting to that is hugely inspiring for me. And I hope that I'm doing that well into my, you know, hopefully 100 years. Um, because, you know, life can, life can throw some crap at you, right? And to not harden and to stay limber and resilient, even though sometimes you just need to kind of hide or cry, but then come back, you know, come back, reconnect, and don't let that stuff, sure, it's part of your story, but don't let it really change the essence of who you are. That to me is hugely, hugely inspiring. Mm, that's so beautiful. Yes. I love how you said to be limber, to be limber and with, with bending with the way life folds and then embracing and celebrating. So beautiful. Tina, thank you. I knew you, this was going to be amazing because you are amazing. So thank you so much for spending this time sharing all your wisdom and all your experiences with us. Um, I'm very excited to share this with my excellers. 
Stacey, thank you so much for having me on your show. Um, thank you for introducing me to your community. Um, and I'm just, whatever you're doing, I'm into it. You know, your energy and just everything about you is so loving. And I'm always into whatever it is you're doing. I'm so thrilled to be, uh, to have this opportunity to be introduced to your community. And I think you're doing amazing things. And I'm just really excited to watch your journey, you know? So thank you. Thank you. Let's get ready to meditate. Welcome to today's meditation on positive affirmations. As you listen to each affirmation, see which one resonates with you today. Let's start with breath work, inhaling, exhaling, inhaling, nice long exhale. One more time, inhaling and exhaling. Listening to each meditation phrase, listening to the affirmation that feels right within your body. I am brave enough to take on any challenge. I rest when I need to and take care of myself first. I easily say no when my personal boundaries are being crossed. I feel beautiful in my body. I know I am worthy of amazing things every day. I practice positive thinking as much as I can. I love myself no matter what. I am confident even when I have moments of doubt. Everything I desire is within my reach. Inhaling, exhaling, (laughs) inhaling, exhaling. As you open your eyes, feeling those affirmations resonate within your soul. Place your hand on your heart. Together, we find peace and embrace life one breath at a time. Thank you for joining Living on the Exhale. Make sure to subscribe. Hey, you want to go on an adventure? Yeah? Well, this is for anyone having a birthday in 2024. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Come join me on my adventures the year I turn 50, where every week I try something I've never done before. And then I share that with you. So on Tuesdays right now, we have our normal Living on the Excel podcast where I interview amazing people. So I wanted to do something fun on Thursdays. So starting in March, you'll hear episodes one a week where I talk about one of the 50 adventures I've gone on. 
Now listen, this doesn't have to be big stuff like going to the Himalayas. It could be little things like cooking a new food or trying something I've never done before in front of people. Mm -hmm. So I think you're going to want to go on this adventure with me because it'll inspire you to really live your own adventure. And hey, if I forgot to tell you, happy birthday, friend. <laughs>